1: Share with you this morning from the 121st Psalm. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper, the Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not spite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out, thy coming in, from this time forth and even forevermore. What a wonderful promise. We want to lift up this 121st Psalm. And the thought today is the outlook for the uplook. The outlook for the uplook. This is a psalm about looking up or uplook. It suggests that it's our uplook that ought to inform our outlook. As I wrestle with this text and it wrestled with me, it occurred to me that there is this upward trajectory, there is this upward disposition. There is this upward bias in our faith. One of the places to find this altitudinal disposition is in our hymnology. There is in so many of the hymns this, this upward looking, this, this upward mobility, this, this upward trajectory. I'm pressing on. The Upward away. New heights I'm gaining every day. And we sing sometimes, we're marching, not, not down, but we're marching up to Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion. I used to hear him at my little church back home saying, I'm going up the rough side even when they were facing trial and tribulation there was this upward disposition. I'm going up the rough side of the mountain. My faith looks up to thee thy Lamb of Calvary. I'm pressing on The upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. I'm trying to get somebody to see that. It's our outlook that informs our outlook. Pressing on the upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day. Lord, lift me up. Lord, let me stand. Lord, plant my faith on heaven's table land. Then the right of stealing upward mode, a higher plane. Higher plane that I have found. Lord plant my feet on higher ground. You know I read this psalm at least once in my discipline every month of five psalms a day, and, and I never saw the uplook theme, but the question and the theme. Is relevant today. What is the outlook for the uplook? I believe if nobody else asks that question, no one else confronts that issue, the church must deal with the outlook for the uplook. This is an antiphonal psalm, meaning that it was sung. In the collective, corporate, communal experience of the people. And if you have an Old Testament King James, you'll see a subscription that says, Song of Ascent. Because as the pilgrims ascended to Jerusalem, this was one of the psalms or one of the hymns that they would sing. And much like our responsive reading, someone would lead and then the others would respond as they made their way their holy trek to Jerusalem. And this psalm, this uplook constitutes assurances that will encourage our outlook. Three affirmations in the psalm, three assurances and let me share them with you. First of all, there is the expression of a personal awareness. There's the expression of a personal awareness. The psalmist write, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help. It's obvious in the first two stanzas of the psalm. There's a personal awareness involvement. It's not us. It's my. It's I. And it's important to understand as we look at the outlook for the uplook that our personal experience has primacy over our collective experience. He says, I will. I don't know what anybody else is doing, but I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help. When uh, pilgrims would get in the vicinity of Judea and Jerusalem, right. they would move into the hill country. Right. As these faithful people of God looked up, what they would see in the immediate horizon were on some hills. There were altars of heathen worship. And actually, in the original, there's an inference that not so much where will my help come from, but I know where my help come from. Psalmist is saying, I'm not looking at pagan altars. I'm not ingratuated. I'm not embracing the idol sacrifices. But I'm looking beyond that because my help come from the Lord. Let me make it plain for your idol is anything you worship more than God. So to make it relevant today, you've got to look further than a president. You've got to look further than a company. You've got to look further than a sweetheart. You've got to look further than your well-tuned physical condition. You've got to look further than some pastor or preacher. You've got to look further than some radio evangelist. You've got to look up. Yeah. Beyond the hills, from with cometh our help? Aren't you glad today you serve a God that not only looks low, But he sits high. Isaiah saw him in the temple high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Jeremiah admonished his readers, his audience, the people of God. He says, truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills, from the multitude of mountains. Truly in the Lord is our salvation Israel. He was admonishing them that they could not be saved or sustained by idle sacrifice. But their hope and their trust had to be in God. If you had built your foundation on anything else in this past year, your fantasies, your illusions should have been shattered. You got to look up psalmist said, my help. my help. There ought to be an expression of a personal awareness when your outlook informs your outlook. Not because of what you heard, not because of what you read, but because of what you know and who you know. Is there anybody here yes, that know the Lord is able? Yes. Anybody here know today can be as bright as the noonday sun and you can look up tomorrow and everything you have you're gone. I have a feeling that some folk are closer to the Lord now because of some things that happened last year. Some folk who thought they were all that they a little more humble now. Realize you can't make it by yourself. There's stuff that can go on in this world and mess you up. You ain't got no control of. But can't no recession. Can't no depression. Can't no investment scandal. Keep me from stretching out. Send Father. I stretch my hand to thee. Yeah. I'm glad he's your help, yeah. but I'm really happy he's my help. Yeah. My help! Yeah. So there ought to be, when our uplook is informing our outlook, the expression of a personal awareness. Yeah. Are you personally aware? That, that can't be in this world we live in with the challenges we face and The times in which we live. No proxy situation. You got to know it for yourself. Expression of personal awareness. But this text also suggests that our outlook informs our outlook because there is the experience of a powerful availability. The psalmist begins after stanza two to reflect Upon all the ways that he has and others have experienced or expected God's help, pilgrims were subject to many hazards on their journey. There was rugged terrain, exposure to the elements, emotional despair and fatigue, thieves and robbers, and marauding animals. Persons who began this journey were not assured of ending the journey, but through storm and rain, through heartache and pain, the psalmist has said, the Lord has been my keeper. I wish I had time this morning to just pause a while and let a few of you testify because I know there are some folk in here. The Lord has been good too. Can I read a few of the stanzas? And if you find yourself in one of these spots, you say amen. amen. He says now, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not spite thee by day or the moon by night. What he was saying is using analogies from nature, the application is life is unpredictable. We have our changes and we have our challenges. But the compelling constant Is that God has been our keeper? He's watched over us and He's been there not just part of the way, but all the way. Do you know what God has done for me? I've had my troubles and I've had my trials, but He's put swagger in my stagger. I'm not telling you I haven't staggered, I'm not telling you that I haven't made mistakes. I'm not telling you that I haven't taken the wrong road from time to time. But when I've been down and out, when I had nowhere else to turn, he's put some swagger in my stagger because can't nobody do me like Jesus. But you ought to worry about that millisecond. You ought to worry about that moment. When something can happen so quickly, your life can hang in the balance. You ought to worry about that moment when your insurance won't cover you, and you get a call at 2 o'clock in the morning that turn your life upside down. He's my keeper, and he neither slumber or sleep. He's awake all week long. When I read this part of the psalm, it makes me think That Paul would perhaps influence when he wrote, nothing can separate us. I don't know what this year is going to bring. I have my hopes. They're not projections because I know better than that. I know what I'd like to see happen in the Lord. But this one thing I know, nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. That's what Paul said, and just so there wouldn't be any mistake. He says, neither height nor death, angels or principalities, things present are things to come. Nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. So when we look at this psalm, we see the expression of a personal awareness. We see the experience of a powerful availability. We ought to leave here today with some swagger in our stagger. But there's one other thing in the text, the expectation of a promising assurance. Go down to stanza seven and eight. It says the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this day forth and forevermore. I remember when my baby girl got her little geo prism, had a few miles on it, and I talked to the dealer and talked to the agent As we completed the sale, said, I want to get the best coverage that money can buy. Said, what's the best GM uh, protection plan you have? Bumper to bumper coverage. I don't even want a headlight to go out, and she can't get it fixed. Paid for the best coverage I could get uh, so she could sleep at night. uh, And more importantly, I could sleep at night uh, because I don't want to have to pay a maintenance bill and a car payment too. So when I look at this text and I see the psalmist saying, The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. The Lord shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall. Watch you going out and you coming in uh, all day uh, uh, tomorrow uh, and all day the next day uh, and all month long uh, and the rest of the year too. Uh, I've got some swagger uh, in my stagger because I don't know uh, what tomorrow will bring, uh, but I know uh, who holds tomorrow in the palm of his hand because he can face tomorrow because he lived. All my fear is gone. Is there anybody here got bumper to bumper coverage? He's got me covered because surely goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. I got the hookup today because I got the coverage that said they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mount up on wings as eagles. Run and not be weary, or walking not be tired. I got some good coverage uh, because it says in my contract, uh, in, a trouble, uh, in a time of trouble, in a time of trouble, in a time of trouble. He shall hide thee in his pavilion. Is there anybody here? Got bumper-to-bumper coverage. I've got good news. It's available this morning free at charge. You don't have to pay a dime. Don't need a MasterCard. Don't need a good credit score. Just stretch out on Jesus. Say, Father, i stretch my hand. Do I have a witness? I'm almost through but what's the outlook for the uplook, uh, I gotta answer the question I want you to know uh, I don't know what the SP500 uh, will do uh, I don't know if Wall Street uh, is gonna rebound uh, I don't know uh, What's going to happen uh, in all these situations? But the outlook uh, for the uplook uh, is real good. You know why it is. You know why it is. Because on a hill uh, far away uh, stood an old uh, rugged cross, uh, and he died. Did he die? He died. He died. Put him in a baritomb. tomb, Early. Early the
0: You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org for more information about us and to obtain resources provided by T.D. Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on Certain Truth for Uncertain Times.